Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. And we are the parents of four kids under the age of six. We know that parenting can be tough, but it's also the most important thing we have ever done. Each week, we'll share stories from our family and discuss what we're learning as we parent in real life. And hopefully, we can learn something from each other along the way. So join us once a week as we laugh about the highs and lows of parenting. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. And this is episode 5 of Parenting in Real Life. And we wanted to start with what we're now going to call our real life parenting moment. So we have a very dramatic five-year-old. And and four-year-old and two-year-old and probably nine-month-old, but for sure five-year-old. <laughs> Definitely our five-year-old, probably all of our children. Um, Our kids really like technology, and they love to use the iPad, and sometimes I take the iPad away. So when our five-year-old, when I took the iPad from her and told her that she couldn't use it anymore, she turned to me and said, Why do you always destroy my life? (laughs) This is uber dramatic. (laughs) She was serious. (laughs) This is multiple times a day. Yeah, this is not one time. This is happening quite often, so... (laughs) Oh, man. They, yep. <laughs> Neither of us are that emotional. No. Alexis may have been, but. No, I wasn't. Man, they, they can really, I don't even know. <laughs> they are just so passionate about everything That's a good word. going passionate. on in their They're passionate. life. Which is going to be great someday for them. <laughs> <laughs> Not for us as parents. <laughs> uh, so today we wanted to talk about. Habits and traditions that can bring your family closer. I think we've both benefited um, both growing up and in our family thus far in in having some really great uh, traditions and habits that have helped us and blessed us to be a better family. And so we want to share some of the insights. We also, as always, um, looked around and found a couple of uh, blogs and other people that were talking about this. And so we will have links um, to their websites in the show notes so you can go see them. Um, Just quickly, it's Quick and Dirty Tips and GretchenRubin.com. So uh, definitely go check them out. They had some good ideas for good habits for your families. We're also going to be talking about some family traditions. And I linked, uh, we'll also link to a couple of my own blog posts from my blog of some traditions that we do if you are looking for. Um, some traditions to to incorporate into your own family. Learn as we go dot org. Yes. <laughs> the first thing we want to talk about was being grateful. Uh, we think this is super important to teach your kids and to teach them how to be grateful. <laughs> my my only beef with this is that it was at the top of a couple of lists we looked at as a habit, and I was like, how is that a habit? Like, I totally agree that you need to teach your kids to be that, but like. It it just felt vague, and they just like they didn't really back it up. But I think there are some things that that we've seen done or done that that can help that. Yeah, one of the the tips that we thought would help are to do thankful journals. Um, I do that. I write something that I'm thankful for each day, and my mother in law does that. Um, I've also started asking our kids uh, in the morning when they get up to say something that they're thankful for. Mm-hmm. My family, in November, we would make a little turkey. My mom would make a turkey. And every day, people would write what they're thankful for. Um, So, you know, being Thanksgiving that month, it was just a good way to keep gratitude at the top of our minds all month. Yeah, that's something that we do 
mm-hmm. now. And if you want to do that, it's it's really easy. You just make a little turkey and you cut out little feathers out of construction paper and just have people write on yeah. it each day. It's it's cute and it's fun for the kids to see. Yeah. Um, also just say, teaching your kids to say please and thank you, you know, um, it's just respectful and it's, even if it's repetitive, you know, and you're always saying, oh, what do you say? And, you know, to your kids, but I still think that it's something that you should just ingrain into your children. It's a natural thing for them to say, and it just creates a grateful habit. Right. I think at home it won't always be genuine, but I think Mm -hmm. it teaches your kids to be respectful and i think that that's such a big deal to me when you meet teenagers that like know how to be respectful and actually are respectful mm-hmm. it's so refreshing and i think a lot of that just comes from like were their parents willing to drill it into them as a kid and you know kids just won't think of that unless you help them make that a habit mm-hmm. so another thing is to schedule regular family time this is really important to me you have to have time scheduled to to do these things or they're not going to happen And so we have a few things that we do. Um, One of them is family fun night. Every Friday, um, unless there's something crazy going on, we try and make that family fun night, which means everybody's together. And right now, nobody, like, wants or could go anywhere else, so it makes it a little bit easier. But we're hoping that by starting so young, we can make it something that they look forward to. Mm -hmm. So right now, family fun night usually just means renting a video And watching it as a family with popcorn on the couch. Mm -hmm. But everybody's together. We stop doing whatever else we were doing. And we have that. And the kids love it. They look forward to it all week. On Monday they're asking, is today Friday? I'm like, no. (laughs) We still have a few days. (laughs) Yeah. So it's cool. Uh, We also do something called family home evening on Monday nights. Um, This is... You can still do a fun activity. But this is more of an educational time to teach your child uh, a lesson. Um, And this can be anything about your... Uh, religious beliefs, to school safety, to finances, whatever you feel like your children need to learn. And and then we do we do fun activities with it too and a treat and stuff. But Yeah. I think it's just important as parents that we should take responsibility for teaching our children and not just let schools do it all. And this isn't the only place that that happens, but it is a formal place to do that every week. Right. Where you get to teach your kids. And, you know, let them help teach you. You can make it really fun. It shouldn't be like a formal sit down and shut your mouth type environment. We do activities to teach them things. But it's a it's a good forum. Again, just like designated family only time. Nothing else gets in the way of that. Another one is family vacations. And hopefully everybody does this. But I just think that going on family vacations that everybody enjoys, not just the parents, is really important. You have some memories from family vacations that you'll never get anywhere else. I think this can range from anything to camping nearby, like with mm-hmm. you know within like a half hour, to driving somewhere far and going to the beach or something like. Totally. And depending on your financial situation, um, it could be a, a wide variety of different type of. Yeah, that doesn't have to be expensive. Right. Just get out and do something different. Something else that's really huge to us is uh, having our dinner together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually do this. I mean, sometimes Alan can't be home because he has a a meeting or or whatever, but for the most part, we have dinner all together. Um, and during this time, there's no screens. Like we said, our kids are little, so not having phones is easy because they don't have phones, but that means putting the iPad away, you know, and not having the TV on. This is a time for us to eat together and to talk together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, Alan and I both grew up 
doing that in our own families. And I, those are really good memories of sitting down together and eating with our families. Yeah. It's kind of, it's almost become kind of old school to like have a real meal and sit down together. But mm-hmm. I think it's, it's huge in terms of building that bond. You need to have that time daily to, to know what's going on in each other's life. Another uh, great habit we thought was uh, thrifty living, teaching your children how to be financially savvy. Yeah, and that that can be a lot of things. And I think as parents, it's all about you setting the right example, whether that's saving for things, um, specific things, or just in general teaching your kids that they need to save money or living within your means, you know, helping kids understand credit cards and how, you know, you don't just put everything on a credit card and pretend like it's going to be okay. You live with, you live within what you make and, and teaching them that a young, a young age is huge. I think also talking to them about your fi- family finances. Uh, I feel like that used to be a big hush hush thing. Like parents didn't talk to their kids about their family finances, but then the kids don't really know that maybe Financially, they are struggling right now, and there's reasons why they can't have all these things that they want because they can't afford them. Right. Um, something that we are telling our kids right now, so um, Alan's in school. He's going to MBA school, and so we are on a student budget. And um, next year, he will start a job, and we're hoping to buy a house. And so we are telling our kids that we can't buy all these little things that they want, which I mean, we, we don't buy them everything they want anyway, but a good thing to tell them is that we want to buy a house. Yeah. And so to help our daughter understand that when she wants these shoes that her friend has, I say, well, would you rather have these shoes or would you rather get a house? Mm-hmm. And she says, a house. And so it's just a good way for for us to explain that if we spend money on all these things that we want, we're not going to be able to get the big things that we want. Exactly. The next thing is to say I love you. This is something that in my house was just part of who we were. We said I love you all the time, you know, before we went to bed, um, whenever we left the house. In fact, things get crazy when you're trying to get six kids out the door for different schools. Um, So I don't know how it happened, but it became kind of our calling card. Whenever anybody left the house, everybody yelled to each other, see you, love you, bye. And it was just fast and simple, but it was our way of like just making sure that we knew that we loved each other. And did it become like routine or rote? Yes. Was it like heartfelt every time? No. But you never wondered if you loved each other, right? Like if you're saying it that much, you must love each other, even if you don't say it sincerely every time. I, I think that's important to just make saying I love you part of your your culture. And I know families are different. Mm-hmm. Not all families are like that, but I think... You know, there's value in it. Even if it feels awkward at first, uh, try and push past that. It gets more comfortable the more you say it. Yeah. Wasn't there a time that you told someone that you love a parent, a mom, one of your friend's moms that you love them or something? (laughs) Yes. Did I personally do that? Yeah. Probably. Uh, Did you tell a story about how you were getting out of the car and you said, see, love me by yourself? I can't remember. (laughs) I thought that happened once. Probably. You know, that's my mom. It wouldn't surprise me at all. We also think good ha- a good habit to do is having a good nighttime routine. And we read to our kids before they go to bed. We sing them songs. And during this time of, you know, putting them into bed, sometimes uh, important discussions will come up with yeah. our kids. Yeah. In fact, tonight 
I was putting Cammy down and she had another dramatic evening what? <laughs> where she was complaining about how her life is so hard and was kind of melting down. And I was like, you know what, Cammy? It's okay that your life is hard. And I'll get into all the details, but we chatted for probably 20 minutes and talked about how it's good that life is hard. And it, we're teaching you at a young age to do hard things so that when you get out in the real world and have a job, you know how to do hard things. And you've been doing hard things since you were two. And she's like, what? I haven't done hard things. And I was like, yeah, no, we, you know, we've given you chores. And anyway, we had this great conversation. And by the end, she was like, uh, she was like, my life's kind of easy. Like, do you want us, do you want me to make it harder? And she said, yeah. You know, she was like, yeah, I want to, you know, like she, we had this kind of, you know, breaking point where she finally realized like, it's okay that my life's hard and I don't get everything I want. They're, they're teaching me to, to be tough. And so it was a good moment. And it was just because I have that time every night with the girls where I sing and we talk and say prayers, you know, I, I help them say their prayers and, and it it came up and it, it was great. The last habit that we wanted to talk about was filling the holidays with meaningful traditions. Um, so providing something for your kids to look forward to with each of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that my family always did on the 4th of July is we would go to the sports park, which was in our city, and um, they would shoot the fireworks off the hill just right next to the sports park. So you'd go on there and, and then the fireworks, they'd shoot them off right above your head. So we'd lay on the grass and then there would be all the fireworks in your face, you know? And, and I think that's just, um, I always look forward to that every year. Fireworks, 4th of July was one of my favorite things. Yeah. I think the value of having these repetitious things is that it, it kind of makes the holiday magic, you mm-hmm. know, like, especially if you start young, they have these childhood memories of, of these things. And so even once they're too old, they, for me, like I still appreciate it because I remember the, the magic that it was as a kid, you know, um, one, one for us, we, and this is actually one that I didn't love as a kid, um, but learned to love is that every, um, the first Sunday in December, we always go and sing Christmas carols at a nursing home. And that was just, Like I say, as a little kid, singing to those people was sometimes scary, but it really like makes Christmas for me now because it, it just reminds me that Christmas isn't about getting and it's about giving and, and what a more deserving group than to sing to those people. I think it's important as we talk about these to, um, emphasize that for us, that these traditions, they can be simple traditions. Yeah. I know with social media and Pinterest, a lot of people go big, crazy. You know, every little moment has to be super magical. And and we have to have banners and printouts everywhere and stuff. And if you are into that, that is awesome. But um, you don't have to do that to make these traditions for your family. So I, I think that's what we kind of want to emphasize on on meaningful things, mm-hmm. um, like singing carols, you know, to people like that doesn't cost any money. That's something you can right. organize with a group, you know, and, and something you can do as a family, but you can do that every year. Right. Um, so birthdays are always a big thing in my family and something that my parents would always do was just decorate our room, um, the night before our birthday so that we would wake up in the morning and our room would be decorated with streamers and balloons. And, um, I always love that. And, you know, as you're older, some, my parents would come in and 
I would still, I wouldn't quite be asleep yet, but I just pretend I was sleeping, but I was so excited that they were decorating my room. This is something that we continue to do for our own kids. And they, they are so excited for their rooms to be decorated. And we haven't done their rooms because, uh, they were sensitive sleepers and for for Cammy's first birthday. I wanted to decorate her room, and we accidentally woke her up, and then she was up for like two hours. Worst like ever. It was like midnight to like two a.m. <laughs> and she's awake playing in her living room. We're just like, oh no, not worth it. So I started doing their doors. I'm just decorating their doors right now. I mean, when they're a little older, we can do their rooms, but yeah. sticking to the doors. <laughs> Another holiday um, that we really enjoyed was Father's and Mother's Day. Um, so for both of those holidays the parent we were celebrating would stay in bed and everybody else would go to the kitchen and everybody had to get up early in the morning and we would make waffles and it was always the same thing. So it was always waffles with ice cream on top and then syrup and fruit and um, and, and the fact that we were all up and helping like get it ready. My mom told me later that she always felt kind of left out when it was Mother's Day. She appreciated <laughs> it, um, but... She could hear us all, you know, getting ready and having fun in the kitchen as we were all getting this meal ready for mom. And and she missed out, you know, felt like she was missing out on the fun. Um, And that's something that, you know, that wasn't a holiday about me, but it was just a great bonding time. And and it was something that we expected. And so it was okay that we were getting up early. Um, But it made it fun. That's cool. And I like that one. Um, another big holiday or a holiday that's big in my family is St. Patrick's Day. Um, my mother's side of the family is Irish. Like, you know, they, they came over from Ireland. So we are legit, you know, Irish, Irishmen. And, um, so for St. Patrick's Day, we always have the traditional corned beef and cabbage and rye bread and potatoes, you know, and all that stuff. Um, and then my mom would always do some little leprechaun trick. Um, you know, she'd dye the milk green or one year it still blows my mind. I don't know how we didn't wake up, but she made little green footprints on our faces and we woke up in the morning and looked in the mirror. We had these little green footprints on our face. I don't, (laughs) I really don't know how she didn't wake us up, but, uh, we always looked forward to St. Patrick's day. That's cool. That is it for, uh, today. So in summary, essentially the things that we found that really make a difference when you're trying to create these habits and traditions is to teach your kids to be grateful um, by actually, you know, being grateful. Schedule regular family time. Make sure that it's it's no touch time. It's top priority that that time is on your calendar and, and you do not let things uh, trump that, you know, at all. Thrifty living. Teach your kids the value of money and and that money is a real thing and has limits. Say I love you a lot. Um, make a good night uh, routine so that you have some some time with each of your kids at night before they go to sleep. And make holidays um, meaningful by incorporating traditions that aren't big and fancy, but that really make the that day special and unique to, to your kids. We would love to know what your family habits are or family traditions that you do. And these can be um, 
anything from things that you grew up with or things that you're doing with your own families from, you know, holiday traditions to things that you're teaching your children. Uh, we would love for you to comment on Instagram. I'm at learn as we go. I'll, I'll put a po a picture with this question. So just find this question on my Instagram account and you can respond there. Or you can always tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner one. And you can always check us out at our website, learnasweGo.org, or email us at parentinginreallifepodcast at gmail.com. Of course, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating so that other people can find out about us too. Mm -hmm. And as always, special thanks to our four kids for being kids. I do it. My mother-in-law does it. People say you should do it. <laughs> Thankful journals.